Have you ever planned a trip or on a flight you want to take? It's not that unusual for us at Travel Hacking Mom. In fact, my mom just came back from Abu Dhabi, a trip that was planned around her desire to fly Etihad Apartments first class. This trip was made possible by Credit Card Points and Miles, and she's here to tell you all about it. Welcome to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars of travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, Maldives, Japan, and so much more. And the best part, we each still have 800 plus credit scores. Imagine being able to take the vacation of your dreams for nearly free. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. So, Pam, I think that you are the queen of the group when it comes to booking a flight and then planning where you're going to go. So tell us all about how this trip to Abu Dhabi even came about. Because I didn't know that Abu Dhabi was on your bucket list until you started texting us frantically about this trip. Well, you know, it. I've been to Abu Dhabi once on my way to the Maldives. We had a like a 12-hour stop over there, my daughter Lindsay and I. And so we had gone to an intercontinental hotel using points and miles just so we could take a nap. And then we went and, and toured Abu Dhabi. So I'd already been there, so I didn't have it on my radar to go back. Um, but then all of a sudden, a great flight came up. And I am, I definitely have FOMO when it comes to an amazing flight. And I had flown Singapore Suites uh, about a year ago, and it was so amazing. And all of a sudden, there was the buzz that Etihad Apartments, um, which is a first-class ticket on Etihad, was available from London to Abu Dhabi for 65 thousand points. And this is booked through Air Canada. Now that's just an amazing deal. That is even half what I paid for Singapore suites. They're fairly comparable, I knew. And I thought, I can't list, let this one go. And so I I think I asked, I don't I might have asked my kids around here or something and no one seemed that interested in going to London first and then going to Abu Dhabi. And I go, wait, I got a daughter that lives in London. List. Well, I remember you texted us too. And I remember I shared in stories the timestamp of your text to us. It was like, hey, I've got a trip. I'm going to book these flights to Abu Dhabi. Do either of you want to go? And we're like, uh, I don't think we can make that work. And I was like, why don't you ask Lindsay? Because she lives in London. And you're like, oh, great idea. And then it was seriously maybe 10 minutes had gone by. And you were like, it's booked. We're going to we're going to Abu Dhabi. And it was so crazy how fast from start to finish, how quickly you acted on that. I also vaguely remember that it was night. Like Lindsay was getting ready for bed at this point in the day because it was yes. six or seven hours later there. And I remember you texting us saying, Lindsay's in bed, but she said she'll go with me. And like she's, you know, we're both researching. And I was like, Pam, you are so crazy in the best way so <laughs> well she, well she actually when i went to text her it said ring her off you know do not disturb or whatever no notifications she, yeah yeah because she was gonna go to she was going to go to sleep and somehow she happened to see it and i was so glad 
Because when a crazy deal like this comes out, you just can't think about it. You have to act fast. That's like my Africa trip that's coming up, JW Marriott on um, points and miles in Kenya. It was like one of those things that I saw that it was really cheap. And it's like, you don't have the luxury in something like that to wait till the next day to book it. You just got to jump on it. So that's what I did. And I had no idea at this time where we were going to go. I just knew we were, I was going to London. I was going to pick up Lindsay and we were going to fly over to Abu Dhabi. And from there, who knows? So this is about the fourth time, third or fourth time where I have booked a flight, not knowing for sure what the trip was going to be. And it's, you know, definitely chasing a good deal without having a plan. But it's always worked out for me, and it's been the key to some really great travel. So, like I said, I really loved Singapore sweets, and so I wanted to try this out. So, when we got to left London, we were able to go into Etihad Lounge there, and I really liked the Etihad Lounge there. But I was really excited to get there because they have sticky toffee pudding. That is my favorite London dessert. Here I am talking about food. Huh, Jess? Jess is laughing at me. Had you well, like had this? Had you been yeah. to the Etihad Lounge before? Yes. The there? last okay. time when we went to when we went to the Maldives. And so I was so excited to go in there and have my sticky toffee pudding. And they changed their desserts and they didn't have sticky toffee pudding. That would um, be like Polaris getting rid of the cookie skillet. Exactly. Which would be heartbreaking for all three of us. So I, you know what? I can relate, Mom. I that is sad. Yeah. But it's a nice lounge and we were able to, you know, we're business, we're able to go through fast track um, through the security. So it was really quick. Um, it's at a different terminal than I usually go through. I think, I, I think it might be terminal four and I'm usually not ever in that terminal. And so it was, you know, just really good. And then we were able to board our flight. There is nothing like turning left on a flight. When you know that you are turning left and you are heading to business class or first class, it is just really exciting. Uh, I have to say that when I walked down the aisle, it was very similar to walking down the aisle for Singapore suites. I felt like the doors were really similar and I was just like getting so excited because I knew that that was the feel. Now, when you go into your little space, and it's it's closes up just like the one on Singapore Suites does. The difference is is that it's very long, so it's a long and narrow suite versus Singapore is more square. So I would say that Singapore Suites probably seemed a little bit more spacious, but there still was plenty of room in the um, Etihad. Yes. How many how many apartments are there? How many seats in first class? I believe you know. I think there's like six or seven, and then they have something called the residence, which has um, is more for a family. I didn't actually see that one, but um, so there's six. It's like a seven. I was gonna say it's like an apartment, but yours was like an apartment. Yes, it's like a house. Yeah, like a suite. That's crazy. So, yes. So, and there are two um, bathrooms. They are quite big, just like in. Uh, I'm Singapore Suites now. I was surprised. I had no idea you could take a shower in the sky in Etihad also. So there is a shower. I actually booked myself for a shower. And because it's a 
it's a short flight. It's only seven hours. After I, I had eaten, I thought, oh, I need to get some sleep. I've done the shower in the sky bit. I'm just going to forego that. And it's not quite as big of a bathroom as Emirates um, bathrooms that have the shower in the sky. And so I thought, okay, we're just going, we're going to go for the sleep on this. Um, but the bathrooms are really nice. The, they have the suites themselves, their apartments, I guess, have a really large area that opens up and is a vanity with window with mirrors so that you can get ready. They give you um, pajamas, super, super soft pajamas. I was really excited about them until I put them on and they were like about three sizes too big. They did ask you the sizes. So I actually didn't even take them with me. Uh, does have a nice amenity kit. And the food is really good. Again, just like on Singapore Sweets, they offered caviar. Lindsay didn't really want to try caviar. He said, sure, you are on this flight. You have to try it. And I have to say, I don't think caviar has a lot of taste. And so it's just all the good stuff that you put on with it that you taste. And so, you know. Did you get her to try it? Yeah, she did. Yeah. And she, she said the she same thing. She says, yeah, it was okay. It's nothing. Yeah, you know. I wasn't a fan either, but Jess sure loves it. Yes. Yeah. So do you take, does it have a taste to you, Jess? I mean, I'm like you. Like I, like when you get a burger, do you just get a bun and meat? Like you put all the stuff on it, you know? Like that's if you just true. had a bun and meat, that's not going to taste very good. But once you add all the condiments and the veg, like, so I feel like you have to eat it with all the little things yes. with it. Yes, yes. They had some really good mocktails there for my, um, They, you know how on most flights they give you the warm nuts on business flights? This was warm nuts. They had some um, peas and they had some olives. So it was like even, even better. And then for dinner, I had a filet mignon and some potatoes, and they were a little overdone. It's hard to get a medium, medium rare on airplane food sometimes. Uh, but guess what? I got sticky toffee pudding for my dessert. Oh, good. No, and it was even better than what I had had at Etihad Lounge because it had this little crumb stuff on it. It was really, really good. So that was that was really good. Um, the Biggest comparison that I would say for Etihad Apartments and Singapore Suites was the price. Now, I got it as a really good deal. I don't, I'm not sure what the regular price is. I think it's probably around 95K. This was a, an incredible price. But Singapore, I wasn't able to book it for the saver price. Um, I paid 143. 143,000 points for that. That's a lot. I paid half of that for this. And I think that it's a lot easier to find these Etihad apartments, especially on these, you know, not really super, more mid-haul flights. So if you want to go from London to Abu Dhabi, then I think it's a lot easier to find. And so that made a huge difference for me, is being able to use a lot fewer um, points and miles. So that was my flight. It was over way too soon. The attendants were amazing. They are so sweet, so attentive. 
Um, they made my bed all up when I was ready um, to go to bed. I don't even think I had breakfast. Oh, I know because I, I wanted to sleep, and but they did the last minute bring me some croissants and some hot chocolate um, so I would have something. So our original plan once I had done this was we thought about going to the Seychelles. Uh, my daughter, Lindsay, has always wanted to go, and I thought, that sounds really cool. Let's go there. I even booked a Hilton on Hilton Points there. And then we realized as I checked into it, it was going to be another five hours to fly there, which meant we'd have to travel back five hours. Lindsay had kind of limited time. She had about six days. And I thought, do I want to fly another five hours and then five hours back? That's really cutting into our time together and any warm weather time. And so we just kind of scrapped that. And I knew that Abu Dhabi was going to have really good warm weather. That's what we were looking for. I knew that it had some really good beaches. So we stayed in Abu Dhabi. So that was kind of, that was kind of a surprise. Now, because the last time I was there, we had done um, a lot of sightseeing. We went to the mosque, which is amazing. If you ever go to Abu Dhabi, the, the mosque there is absolutely gorgeous. It's the Sheikh Zayed Mosque. Um, we'd gone to the Qasar al-Watan. We'd gone to the Etihad Towers before. So we had done several things. Um, so we just thought, we're just going to hang out. We're just going to relax, read books, get massages, and just enjoy the warm weather of Abu Dhabi, especially since I left snow here in Denver. So that was our plan, and that's what we did. Now, our first stop, um, now we used Hyatt uh, hotels for our stay, and because they have a few Hyatt hotels there in Abu Dhabi, I had to do a little Hyatt hotel hopping to check them out. I honestly would have liked to have done, gone to the Ondas too, but I don't know. People aren't liking my hotel hopping as much as me, so I feel like I just need to. You mean like your travel people. companions aren't? Yeah. Yeah. My, my <laughs> travel companions aren't so wild about it. So you had six nights, or you had five nights, right. and you only stayed at two hotels? Yes. That's pretty. You're you're paring it back, Pam. I mean, what is happening? Yeah. No, if it was me, I probably would have done one, probably two, two. No, one, two, and um. Wait, no, I was there. Now I'm getting my math mixed up. This is the old lady How coming out. Were you there? So oh. yes, I huh? I would have had to do one, two, and two. So we stayed first of all at the Grand Hyatt Abu Dhabi. It has really. Um, good reviews. It's a category four and is usually 12 to 18,000 um, points a night. And we were there for two nights. I used a suite upgrade award and we had an amazing suite. It was huge, really, really big. Um, when we got there, they had some, um, tr- some fruit for us. They were just really nice. That hotel also has a hotel lounge. And it's open for um, snacks in the afternoon and for hors d'oeuvres in the evening. In fact, one night we went there and we didn't even have dinner. They had all kinds of sushi and they had um, hummus and, you know, vegetables and tons of different appetizers and then some desserts. And, of course, they have a bar there, so lots of beverages. 
And so that's what we did there. They did have a, a really good um, breakfast buffet there that we got as globalists and you could order eggs there that they would bring to you. They had a really good system. Instead of just standing there waiting for your eggs, they would take the order and then they would bring it to you. They had a great place to wait for dinner. I am blanking on the name of it. I'm sorry, but it was downstairs. Super, super cute. We really liked it. I would say that the pool area was a little small. It was one of those where I think that Kids had not gone back to school after Christmas yet because there was a ton of families there. And our last day, it kind of thinned out. So I think we were there at the tail end of Christmas stuff. In fact, the hotel still had their Christmas um, tree up. And so it was still decorated, very festive. Um, So we were fighting a little bit for pool chairs. We would do the let's run down and set our stuff down before we have breakfast trick, which I hate to do. I, you know, I hate when you have to do that, but we kind of had to do that. And there wasn't really a beach there. It's more of a waterway. They did have a beach, but it wasn't the ocean that you were sitting on. Um, It's in a really good location. It's right next door to Etihad Towers across from Emirates Palace. We walked down to, it's called the Corniche, I think. It's a a major walkway in Etihad. So we were able to walk around. There were were some shops in Etihad Towers. There was a nice little grocery store where we could pick up some snacks. And so the location, everything was great. And we were really happy, very content with our stay. 100% recommend it, especially for families, especially because it... um, is so reasonably priced. But then we went to the Park Hyatt Abu Dhabi. Can I just say, this has become my favorite Park Hyatt. And I thought that when I went to Abu Dhabi the second time, I thought, okay, I'm really through with Abu Dhabi. There's no reason for me to go to Abu Dhabi. There are plenty of, you know, cities in this world that I still want to see. And then I went to this hotel and as Lindsay and I left, I go, I may have to come back here. It was that good. It was such a gorgeous hotel with the most impeccable service. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I remember you texting us and you just you just wrote, I love Park Hyatt's with like seven exclamation points. And I was like, what is happening? What is going on? But yes, I could tell. I could tell that you were enjoying yourself thoroughly at the Park Hyatt Abu Dhabi. No, it was really nice. We were greeted on arrival by this girl named Stephanie. Honestly, I thought she got me confused with someone famous because she was so all about me and wanting to know what we did for New Year's Eve and just, oh, just, you know, took us over to what they call the library, wanted us to get cakes and and drinks on her. And she was just serious. I've never had anybody go so overboard greeting me on an arrival. It's kind of like they did for you, Jess, at the, in when you were in Istanbul, I didn't get flowers, but you know, it was kind of, kind of that kind of a thing. And I actually thought that she would be checking on us every day. And we never heard from Stephanie again, but her, but her welcome was effusive. It was, it was really amazing. 
Um, it is a category six. We pay 25K to each night to stay for three nights. Um, it's huge. Our suite, I used a suite upgrade award here too. I was so glad. This was the most, the biggest suite. It was, it was gigantic. And when we got in there, they had truffles for us. They had coconut, coconut water in coconuts. They had fresh fruit. It was just, just really, really impressive. Um, and I was so glad that we had done our stay in this order. Because it's nothing is worse than going to the really great place. And then you go to the place that isn't quite as great. It's nice to build upon the greatness. Yeah. And 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 this one was really, really nice. The buffet they had was probably the best buffet I've ever had. And I've had some really good buffets. But this one was phenomenal. The best food ever. The best pastries. They even had a chocolate fountain. And you could order off the menu eggs. I usually ordered eggs Benedict or avocado toast with poached eggs. So you could order that too. So it was really, really good. What did um, Lindsay think of the, when you like walked into the room and she's seen like, oh, wow, like this is, because I'm going to say like, that's not standard where you go to a hotel and they're like, giving you that huge welcome thing, you know, that doesn't, you, that doesn't normally happen for us, you know, but with that greeting and then the amazing room, what were Lindsay's thoughts? She said, anytime that I need a travel partner, she's happy to travel with me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, she had fun is like sharing these fun things with maybe someone who doesn't get to experience the getting to stay in a fancy suite that you paid zero dollars for getting to share, getting to share that with them is almost as fun as getting to stay in the suite for zero dollars sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And then she couldn't believe that we were also getting, you know, all these treats and that we had these amazing um, breakfasts. And she, she was just like, just amazed that, you know, that all of this was for nothing that we didn't pay anything. So you had more than one breakfast there? Yes, we had we had three. Jess, what was that called? The amazing breakfast. You're making fun of me again. I tried no, so hard you not to say. No, you didn't say it. But you not say breakfasts. You didn't say it, but that's what the people want. They have told oh, us okay. they want Pam to say it. So I'm just encouraging you. I was working so hard to not say breakfast. I could tell. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> You did great. Thanks. But it was it was really incredible. They had several pools. They had um, great um, cabanas that weren't any extra to stay in. They had adults-only pools. They had uh, family pools. They had a huge area down by the beach, and it was a beach that's by an ocean. And it, the service was just was phenomenal. Um, I would say also the food at that hotel, everything we ate, every restaurant we ate at was just amazing. And, and that was one of the things I liked the best. It's like seldom do you go somewhere and every meal you have is so good. It's like I hated to leave because I don't think I've ever had such good food. We had so much burrata, uh, the best burrata. And just, you know, we just loved our food there. We went to an Argentinian steakhouse that was just to die for. I mean, it was really, really good. 
Was this dinners you ate at the hotel or were you going off the property? No, we didn't even go off property. We actually didn't oh, okay. go off property at either place. Um, so that was even more impressive because usually yeah. it's like, you know, you'll get a good meal at the hotel. But when you're eating all your meals at the hotel and you're loving them all, that says a lot. Yes. They have this place called the Beach Club that's outside. It kind of reminded me of when we went to the Andas in Mayakoba where, you know, it had really cute chairs. It was kind of that atmosphere, really cute, cute lights, really good food. So we did that twice. We went to the Argentinian um, steakhouse one time. Um, Like I said, I thought that I was done with Abu Dhabi, but I don't know. I have a feeling that this, if I can, especially if I can get Etihad Apartments again at a good price, I may be going back. But this time, I may have to try out the Andas Hyatt just for a night or two. But my primary stay is going to be at the Park Hyatt Abu Dhabi. Somebody wants to stay at a really good Park Hyatt and wants warm weather that is a place. And there's a lot of interesting things to do. Like I said, we mainly did relaxing. Um, they do have a Luvav Abu Dhabi that we thought about going to, but we just didn't. We did go the first day before, just before we um, checked in. We went to this little island called, Nir- I think it's Nirai or Nural Island, because it was supposed to ha- be really amazing. And it was kind of a waste of our time and money. It was okay. It was nothing like being at the park. Right? We were like, why did we spend those few hours? In fact, we got over there. We we ate over there, did something. We said, let's get back to the park, Hyatt. You know, it was just, it was just so, so nice. Um, so I would say that this trip, although I had no idea where I was going, um, was so successful, successful beyond what I thought it would be. Because I was kind of like, oh, we're going back to Abu Dhabi. But um, Abu Dhabi is fascinating, and just staying at this hotel is worth the trip. And then how did you guys go back to London? You didn't do apartments again, Mm -hmm. did you? No, I didn't. We did the uh, business class on Etihad, which is really, really a good deal, and it's, it's, it's really nice. I think I used 40K for that, um, Etihad Miles, and... You know, the only thing is, and the food was really good on that flight. I'd say Etihad is really good um, airline food just in general. The only thing is, and this is the whole trouble with premium classes, is even for this, I mean, as much as and I usually fly business class, which is amazing. But when you do something that's even better, you go back, you go, oh, geez, I wish I was back there. <laughs> So you just have to always remember that if you're going to go premium, it's hard to go back. Now, I'm not going to have any, some time will pass before I go my next business class flight and I'll be fine then again. But, you know, just back to back from the apartments to business class and the business class was great, but it isn't the apartments. Well, as you can see, sometimes a case of major FOMO can set you up for an incredible trip. And my mom's case, this included flying in one of the best planes in the sky and staying in extremely luxury accommodations. So if you'd like to travel like we do on Points and Miles, sign up for our free masterclass, How to Start Traveling for Nearly Free. We'll leave a link in the show notes. 
Thanks so much for listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Mom Squad. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you. 